Yes, indeed. Let's play some basketball. <laughs> and by play basketball, I mean take a really in-depth look at something we know nothing about, in this case, the US election. Of course. My name is Rig. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by my running mate, Gus. <laughs> I prefer Power Ford in this particular <laughs> basketball-laden court of politics <laughs> because... Isn't it a game? Doesn't the US election resemble fucking sport? It definitely does. Uh, whereby the government takes a slam dunk and has the nuts in the face of the people. <laughs> <laughs> because, my God, isn't this thing a fucking train wreck? Oh. Reminiscent of the 2016 Rio Olympics. <laughs> and also the 2016 US election. <laughs> <laughs> two, two horrible events held almost simultaneously. Yeah. Wow. So we are now only a few days out from yes. an election of one of the biggest uh, countries on the planet and probably the most important election in recent history because there is obviously a large possibility that there will be a second term for incumbent Donald Trump. Uh, we are not going to pick a side in this particular election. We're going to present you some facts, uh, and those may or may not be biased. However, <laughs> also they may not be facts. They might might not be facts either. <laughs> but when you think about it, Rig, and you go, which th- I don't, you try not to, and I try not to think about you thinking about it. However, as far as the U.S. goes, these both of these candidates, especially Trump, is by no means the worst that it could get. Absolutely not. We looked at the barrel of monkeys that was the this year's candidates and also candidates of years gone by because, wow, there are some characters. Fuck. Do you want to... Should we go all the way back first? Or how, have about a look you ta- how about you take us back? G- give us a reason. As, it, give us a, a window into the madness. <laughs> well, let's start with the fact that uh, this isn't even the worst celebrity that's ever uh, run for the White House. My God, there are some worse ones. But <laughs> one that stood out to me when I was having a look at uh, past runners, Roseanne Barr. Oh, my God. Correct. Really? Yes. Uh, she got as far as uh, she filed for uh, the 2012 election under the Green Tea Party ticket. Um, and her entire platform was based on promoting mental health and meditation. That's great. A lot of people enjoy that. But also, mostly, it was about a promise to send all Wall Street's bankers to get beheaded. Right. Well, also, did you say she was part of the Green Tea Party or the Greens slash Tea Party? No, no. The Green Tea Party. The Green Tea Party. Nothing to do with environmentalism. All about matcha lattes. (laughs) It is nothing if not expensive herbals. Yeah. From start to finish. That is a strong way. That's a strong platform. I think it was pretty popular in 2012. I can it was only... Occupy Wall Street times. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It certainly wasn't. She, it was just a fetish she had. Yeah. She just wanted to kill people, Um, so, which I think you could probably tell by watching any of the stuff she ever did. Another one that jumped out was an incredible one. So Joan Jet Black... Um, was a writer and a performer. Um, she ran for the. Joan pre- Jett, like the rock star? Uh, is it, as in the. No, the oh. cross dressing drag queen. Oh, right. Um, so she ran uh, twice, uh, once in 1992 under the slogan Lick Bush in 92. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 96, when Clinton got up, she ran for Lick Slick Willie in 96. Yes. <laughs> 
which <laughs> is, is phenomenal. I mean, she wouldn't have been a bad option at all. No. <laughs> I think that it's just... The Considering only, that's what actually happened in the what, White House. That's yeah. what happen, happened to both. But, wow. The, there's one guy, historically, in the history of all candidates for the US election that jumps out. And no, it's not the guy who wears a massive gum boot on his head. Vermin <laughs> Supreme. Vermin Supreme. Because, uh, yes, yes, that guy has run a number of times, but I also think that he ran in the sense of he sprinted towards the election office <laughs> with a gum boot on his head and paid no money to register. <laughs> but let me talk to you about Lee Mercer Jr. Lee L. Mercer Jr., if you will. The second L is for Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so he has registered for every election since 2008. He got, <laughs> he got the jump on the 2016 election so early that he was running TV ads in 2013. Oh, wow. This guy loves to campaign. <laughs> <laughs> he just bars up for the trail. <laughs> and that's because Rig... He is a robot, and <laughs> I mean that in the actual sense of the word. Lee L. Mercer Jr. on his own website says that the government has implanted a learning chip yes. into, into his arm <laughs> because that is uh, the way that he can absorb knowledge so fast. <laughs> yep, so le- let me get this right. This guy has taken all of his meth for the day and watched the Terminator 2 scene where Arnie describes to John Connor that he has a learning CPU. <laughs> it's exact, but exactly in real life. That. However, if in Terminator 2 Judgment Day, instead of physically fighting to uh, stop a robot uprising, <laughs> imagine if Arnie sat down and he created a 70-page manifesto... <laughs> containing why it's entitled Reasons for My Presidential Candidacy, oh <laughs> which is a God. bit like a year four homework yeah, assignment. Exactly, that's what it reeks of. So he goes on to effectively put on the table that he has been uh, injected with a, a robot learning chip that makes him uh, smarter than the rest of the planet. Also, about two, para- two paragraphs in... He lets us all know that there are two US governments, the real one and the one that he owns. Oh. Yep, the was, robot government. Okay. Rig, was, you know pre- about the robot government. We've spoken about them before. I was actually preparing for lizard people. <laughs> no, he wants to fight the lizard people <laughs> for the ownership of the second US government. <laughs> so you, you read through these points and there's a theme that starts to emerge. Every single point starts with... To prove. And they go somewhere like this. To prove America needs help in its business and commerce through business and commerce intelligence because of the lack of academic performance, national and international. What? Don't understand that <laughs> word, Salad. That's because you're not smart enough. You don't have a learning <laughs> chip. don't have a chip. <laughs> so I just kept reading down and the shark was comprehensively jumped about... 20 points in. 23. 
to prove I have solved every crime in the world as it happens from zero to start to finish for every crime done in business and commerce intelligence, national and international. What the fuck? Okay, and it keeps going because let's just make it very clear. This is a an academically advanced robot yes. that wants to be president that solved every crime ever from start to finish. Why <laughs> wouldn't you and, and international. international business and commerce? Why wouldn't you vote for him? Twenty nine. To prove I have a lot of political office experience in the United States government as president. Seems like a self-serving one. Yep. That's, that's fine. Your second robot government. Yeah, yeah, correct. So he's gone in and said, this is actually my work experience and tried to get a job without any experience. Yeah, yeah. I, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I know how to pour a beer. <laughs> and it just continues. <laughs> Number 46, to prove Governor William Perry is killing me and my family very seriously. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just a death threat amongst all that. Yeah, yep. Uh, (laughs) To then prove the United States government killed my sex life. My (laughs) wife... My wife's sex life, my daughter-in-law's sex life, both my sons and other of my family members' sex life with espionage experimentation and espionage exploitation sex killing. Okay. 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 Let me... Okay. So... Okay. You didn't know robots fucked? Me either. But now I do. If you could say... But he doesn't because his sex life has been killed by the espionage act of robots. What I don't get is that the only sex life that you should have comprehensive knowledge about is yours and your partner's. I don't know why you, you robot fuck, know about (laughs) your son's and daughter-in-law's sex life. (laughs) Families are close, but you shouldn't be too close. I mean, that's not even close to the top ten of questions I have for Lee L. Mercer. <laughs> Lee Lee. Lee Lee. <laughs> but then you get down to the 50s. Holy shit. This is where he just starts rolling out his versions of horses. <laughs> 55 to prove I got over 2,000 tapes to play. <laughs> what? Is that the end of it? Yep. 56. To prove Jeb Bush is all in my house with disease. (laughs) (laughs) That is mad libs. (laughs) He's just dropping rhymes on people. Oh my God. Then 57, to prove the Bush family is a death order. (laughs) (laughs) That's for the Harry Potter fans out there. (laughs) (laughs) He knew what was popular at the time. He's like, wait till they read 57, honey. Then he, uh, once again, he's taken all of his robot meth, but that doesn't stop him from continuing. Uh, He also decides to stop for a bit of peyote in the early 60s and then comes out with this banger at 66 to prove America is America. To prove pick up (laughs) sticks. Just gets real meta on it. (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, goes back to slander, 67, to prove these perpetrators are trying to stop me from running for President of the United States, they are Vice President Dick Cheney, former Vice President Al Gore and their assessors. They keep killing my mother and our family. The evidence is on my mother's in our criminal intelligence electronic surveillance health recorder. I do not want these perpetrators to kill my mother again. Again? Correct. How many... T- is your mother a cat? Uh, no, probably robot, I assume... <laughs> She's she's back. She's been rebooted by Al Gore and Dick Cheney (laughs) in one of the weirder versions of Weird Science. (laughs) Just the two of them there. 
smoking a doobie and resetting <laughs> Lee Mercer's mum back to factory settings. <laughs> then <laughs> 69. Dinner for, two. dinner for two. To prove a gangster is a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> President George W. Bush Jr. What? and former President George Herbert Bush Sr. told us they are the 9-11 terrorist evidence of electronic satellite recording. Bush is the 9-11 terrorist evidence. My FBI electronic surveillance satellite recording I wrote took letter to the FBI Houston. I was sent by the United States Army Criminal Investigations Fort Belvoir after I called them and turned him in. FBI Houston did not understand, told me not to come back. Okay, so... <laughs> Hold <what>? on. <laughs> I have solved every crime in America and the world for the last 15 years dating back to before Christ. <laughs> Are you kidding? This, mate, this is his website. It is still up. It is called mercerforpresident2008.com. Go there. Uh, this oh. is batshit insanity. That's crazy. That is insane. He's a cyborg. Uh, oh, and, <laughs> and also, don't, don't hire AI advanced robots know how to fucking use a <laughs> full stop. <laughs> no. Or a fucking comma. I certainly do not. And you do bring up a very good point there, which is the education of this particular robot. How many degrees do you think Lee Lee Mercer Jr. has? All of them dating back to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you are bang Next on. Next question. He has a doctor's degree, PhD in law, medicine, theology, management, engineering, <laughs> and other subjects that are guaranteed by the army. But he'll only receive his doctor's degrees in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> Always a red flag. <laughs> it's, you, you think that's a red flag? Then what about this final point from him? To prove that you need to pay the American citizens before I die. What? Yep. He says that everybody needs an income of $350,000 a year for 100 years. The government owes that to them. And you I know what? I That's the first that. thing that he said that made sense. You love that. <laughs> but yes, this guy is amazing. And this page is still up. Still posting. That's like the Space Jam website. Still oh. exists. It's it's so good. In fact, you know what we're going to do? I've got his email address. We're going to send him an email. And I want all of the listeners out there to send him an email as well. His email address is lee at mercerforpresident2008.com. CC us in. It is shitshow.au at gmail.com. Let's get to the bottom of this and make sure the subject is I want you, robot president. <laughs> Oh. Uh, and who <laughs> he's going to get all these things that say, I want you, robot president, and be like, looks like the sex life <laughs> isn't so dead after all. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Daughter, all right. Daughter-in-law still having some troubles. Right? <laughs> it's the, the biggest problem is all of these deaths that are befalling his mother <laughs> constantly. <laughs> if Al Gore could fuck off for one second with the killing. Uh, okay, so you've had a look through the current candidates who've since dropped out of the race. Absolutely. And no hopers is a generous term that I would <laughs> give to some of these people. <laughs> There's this guy, Deval Patrick. I don't know how to, if that's actually correct. It could be devil with an A. But right. it's like this guy was a former governor of Massachusetts 
And when he eventually went into the rate, they thought he was going to do it last December, decided not to, decided to jump into the race about midway through this year. Oh. And then just goes, <laughs> yep, me ready. And then everyone's just gone, who are you? And then he's just gone, fantastic. <laughs> he goes to his presser and they're just like, what do you think your chances are realist- uh, realistically because you've come into the race this late? And he says, look, getting into the White House is a Hail Mary. Me trying to get into the White House is not just a Hail Mary, but a Hail Mary from two stadiums over. <laughs> he dropped that out is a pretty quick. That's a big arm. Yeah. Also, he's the equivalent of the guy who gets in a car, drives half the marathon, then jumps out and hopes that nobody notices. Ends up like the 1908 marathon, gets fucking <laughs> high in a field off, <laughs> off mushrooms he ate in a field. Ugh. Then we've got, of course, Mike Gravel. Mike Gravel is an 89-year-old man who... (laughs) Which, as we both know, in American political terms, makes him a spring Spring chicken. chicken, Yeah. (laughs) He's an infant. As we know, the the only two left are the young whippersnappers, (laughs) Biden and Trump. Uh, and so Mike Gravel, he originally ran for office back in 2008. He's 89, Rig. He's not running for anything apart from the toilet. <laughs> exactly. But he put out the best campaign ads of all time. He had two spots. One was called Rock and one was called Fire. Okay. In the Rock piece, it is a two-minute 51 clip that is completely wordless. <laughs> Hold on, what? It's is this word- campaign video? It is wor- Yes, it is wordless. He stares into the lens of the camera at a medium shot, staring down the lens for a minute nine of that 2.51. <laughs> then he turns around. He's next to a lake. He, str- go- he picks up a rock, chucks it in the lake, walks away. <laughs> FadeGravel08.com <laughs> Rig. What? That was a minute and nine of him trying to figure out how to work an iPhone. Yeah, that's what <laughs> you, it meant. You just, just witnessed it. To say that it was uncomfortable is an absolute understatement. That oh will God. haunt my dreams. <laughs> the, uh, the, the only way it could get freakier is with his follow-up, Fire, where you see a clearing in what looks like some sort of forest. Then the next shot is him, again, staring into the lens, but now with a crackling fire in front of him. <laughs> this particular piece of weird performance art goes for seven minutes and 40 seconds. Holy shit. Fade to black, <laughs> gravel08.com. We got told by our manager the other day that the average attention span is now 20 seconds. Yeah. Seven and a half minutes of crackling fire is incredible. The comments on the videos are the best. Someone wrote oh, this is really great. I was looking for something to play on the TV during winter. <laughs> and my, per- uh, he's actually, so he, he went into the presidential race this year. His campaign manager is a 17-year-old in his final year of high school. Good. It's the odd couple. He was like, we love the Gravelanche. <laughs> Here comes the Gravelanche. <laughs> the they, Gravelanche. They took over his Twitter and t- started talking mad smack. <laughs> Of course they did. About everyone else. It is all time. And it, but like the 17-year-old, he's actually got a bit of a head on his shoulders. Like he's not like a petulant dickhead, but it's just hilarious that he's teamed up with this 89-year-old guy. And the, uh, Mike Gravel says to him, yeah, look, I don't think I want to travel and, and go and be president. And he's just like, yeah, we know you're not going to become president. He's like, great. And he goes, I don't want to travel. They're like, you don't have to travel. They're like, great. 
<laughs> or, or they had no intention. <laughs> Half these candidates have no intention because they just do it to raise awareness of a, of a particular issue or whatever. I don't even think he had that. <laughs> in, in this particular instance, the only thing that he was raising awareness for was the 90s popular cartoon show, Captain Planet. You should see the next three videos that are coming out, which are... Wind, Water and Heart, <laughs> which are for his 2024 run where he teams up with Kanye West. When he'll be 104. <laughs> That's any video that bucks the trend, because also, fuck, these TV ads that I was mentioning about, yeah. about Mercer are as batshit as all that stuff. So people are getting the American style, like brash campaign videos. Yeah. The fact that Mike Gavel has gone out there and... Gravel. <laughs> The Gravelanche. Oh, oh shit. The, okay. How Mike, dare you? Mike Gravel. He's, I mean, I'm thinking of Judge's Gavel, which is exactly the same thing he's going to drop on the competition. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's going out there and doing effectively meditative sleep videos. Yeah. It's bizarre. He actually remade it, the rock video, for this year. Oh, he redid it, but it was more classic. Like, he was staring down the barrel again, and again, he does chuck a rocket to the lake. But it's interspersed with a, a whole bunch of, you know, other actual words and campaign issues and shit I, like that. I hate it. Don't don't change who you are. And also, I don't know whether, like, what the symbolism there was. It's like, is he trying to shake things up? Is that why he chucked a, a rock in an otherwise placid lake? Is it, <laughs> is it purely a thing on his name? Rock? Gravel? I don't know. It's just like, no one knows what it means. If, if you zoomed in on the rock, it's actually got uh, the American economy written on it. <laughs> So, as he pegs it into the middle of a large body of water and <laughs> fucks off into the sunset. Um, okay, anyone else? And, of course, we can't go on without talking about John McAfee. I don't know if you know about John McAfee. Do you know who John McAfee is? No. John McAfee invented McAfee antivirus. Right. You know, I was the a, computers. I assumed that that would not be who it was, but sure. It absolutely is. He's batshit insane. Good. And... He has an antivirus software that he literally doesn't believe in. Someone asked him once, hey, do you use your antivirus? He goes, no, it got too annoying. Quote. <laughs> He's just like the rest of us. He doesn't believe in taxes. Literally does not believe in them. The IRS has been hounding him for years. <laughs> Reckons they're actually illegal. He has 47 biological children. What? He once said that one Bitcoin would be worth $500,000 when it first started up, and if it was wrong, that he would eat his own dick on national television. <laughs> did he really? He really did. Then he revised it because he was so impressed with how Bitcoin was going that he said one Bitcoin would actually be worth $1 million, but I, he would still, eat his, still eat his dick on TV. <laughs> Literally said it, but I'll still eat my dick though. Fuck. This, I mean, to be honest, listening to all of this, I haven't heard anything yet that is too insane to run for office. No, it's not. He ran for president in 2016 on a legit platform. Yep. But then came back in 2020 for shits and giggles just to shake shit up. And then when he dropped out, he endorsed our good mate, Boothead. <laughs> Vermin yes, Supreme. Supreme. <laughs> Obviously, the guy That's... who wears the boot on his head and carries a large toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of the last election, 2016, uh, one that I did overlook. Do you remember the entire D's nuts thing? I know uh, of D's nuts. <laughs> do not whip them out. We are recording. 
However, there was a 15-year-old kid who ran under the pseudonym D's Nuts. Actually, I did in one in, of the in, states, in, right? In 20, he ran nationally and got 8% of the vote. The best. <laughs> it's amazing. But also, there was an entire thing because you can still write in in uh, about half of the states for yeah. postal votes. So you can there's just a line and you can put your candidate on there. Yeah. Harambe, the dead gorilla, <laughs> got 3%. <laughs> Absolutely chowed through votes. It wasn't quite the fifteen thousand that they were they were reporting, but did did get at two and a half to three percent. That's mental. That write-in candidates that are clearly jokes and, and donkey votes will get an actual percentage because there are a bunch of candidates that are literally going for different you know nominations and stuff in the de- Democratic and the Republican Party who literally get zero. Oh yeah, it like the joke ones. It gets split, and they have an entire breakdown of them. The most popular one every single election is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, and people have come out and been like, this is already a broken democratic system. It's not compulsory voting. If you're going to vote, please pick one of them or stop, at least write something entertaining. Yeah. And so the next one down is butt stuff <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> the kids will not stop. <laughs> Look for the newest forerunner. Ketamine is coming. <laughs> Special K, Captain Crunch with two Ks. <laughs> but again, I don't think that that's, an, uh, that's not an optimistic vote. The kids really do want butt stuff to be president. And when it is, all of their dreams come true. Mate, it's not just the kids. I'm all in for butt stuff. <laughs> Your vote's butt, butt stuff. Butt stuff 2020. Oh, it's amazing. A dream we could put our fist in. <laughs> That is getting edited. <laughs> oh, for all of you wondering what was beneath that beep back there, <laughs> you'll never know. But if you vote for Butt Stuff 2020, we'll, uh, we'll reveal it all in post. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, that is the end of our... <laughs> Our past past candidates look, which means that it is time to get serious. It's time to get down to business. Yep. It is time for the most important battle state debate. Yes. Of this election, because all of the debates that have happened to this point have just been two idiots who don't know anything about what they're talking about yelling at each other. Yeah. This won't be that. No. This will be totally legitimate. Absolutely. (laughs) This is the first inaugural. Gus and Rig presidential debate. <laughs> it's going to happen every year. It's going to happen next e- every, year. every year. It'll it's be not even an election year. Every, e- the 2021 Lee L. Mercer inaugural <laughs> debate. The Get Lee in Lee, early, the chumps. The Lee Lee Mercer Jr. Invitational. <laughs> That's so good. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through all 12 of the battleground states. Yeah, uh, so these ones are going to be in integral. Yes, correct. So for anybody that doesn't understand how the US election system works, join Welcome. the club. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the electoral college system was put together in the 1700s, basically because states that had slaves, where slaves were worth three fifths of a person, wanted more weight to their white votes. So. Instead, it's not based on population uh, per se. It's based on a each state has a winner takes all thing. So, for example, that's super cooked. I had no idea that that was the case. It's really bad. So, oh, wow. so 
They elect uh, voters on their behalf into the Electoral College. There's 538 of them. Then in that, inside that state, those electors see what the popular or the majority vote is for that state, and they're supposed to give all of the Electoral College votes for the state to that candidate. So in right. California, it's like 50-odd, and then in New Hampshire, it's like three. Or yeah. Wisconsin, it's three. Um, that then forms the the voting system and you need 270 votes to become president. Yep. This is why the popular vote three out of the last five times has won and not been the president. So yeah, the, yeah. the popular vote has gone to the losing party. Effectively what that means for this is if you if you lose Florida by one vote or 500 odd as happened in the, the Bush-Gore scenario. Was yeah, it yeah, the recount. Bush-McCain? I can't remember. Um, but... That means that all of the votes go to Bush. So it's not split. Right. That means these battleground states are the election. Yeah. The entire election because basically the coasts vote blue, the middle votes red, everything else, these 12 fuckers are swing states. Purple. (laughs) (laughs) The colour purple. So in order to understand uh, and to award winners... For this election, because this is what we're doing. We're predicting the election right here. Yes. We have brought in the sister of Crackle the Clairvoyant, Alan the Adjudicator. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, Al. Wow, thank you. (laughs) So what we've done is we've flipped a coin and for each of these 12 states, Rig or I will be uh, debating on on behalf of either Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Yes. We'll go... All the way through from uh, in alphabetical order, from Colorado down. Yep. And Al, uh, you will have to award a win to a candidate at the end of each of these battle states. Okay. Understand? (laughs) I understand. Okay. Also, your verdict is final. Your judgment is final. That is not going to stop me arguing with you. Me neither. I'm a middle child. I'm not used to this kind of power. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right. So Biden Biden will start for each of the states. Yep. Agreed. We'll go from Colorado. Yes. I have Biden. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let me start off by putting this to you. Joe Biden might be one of the most banal men on the planet. He hates fun which is why he loves Colorado and Colorado love him. Colorado's so boring that they turned down the Olympics because they were worried it would bring people to their state. Colorado dead set turned down the Olympics. Not only that, but their main attraction is that due to geography, you can stand in the states of Colorado, Utah, Arizona and New Mexico at the same time. Who the fuck wants to do that? That is dead set four of the most banal states and places that you could want to be in, which is why they love Sleepy Joe. (laughs) Sleepy Joe is all about Colorado, and Colorado is all about boring Biden. Nice. All right. So Trump may not approve of a weed-smoking hippie paradise like Colorado, but luckily there are people who go against the grain. Because if they're not high on weed, they're high on freedom, which Trump will be all about. Take Adam Hurdle, who shot himself in the foot simply because he wanted to know what it would feel like. Or the Colorado Buffaloes mascot, who shot himself in the dick with a t-shirt cannon. That one was a mistake, just for the record. (laughs) Something else Colorado has in uh, in common with Trump, they hate North Korea. Mainly because real-life Cabbage Patch Kid... 
Kim Jong-un once claimed that he would bomb Colorado Springs for some reason. <laughs> I mean, look, they turned down the Olympics rig. <laughs> I mean, they would have bombed Colorado Springs if they knew where it was, which they didn't. <laughs> there was a bee's dick in that 1,000 kilometre geographical error. <laughs> and finally, the big one. You can tell that this, ship owner in, uh, this shop owner in Cortez, Colorado is voting Big Orange because she was selling a bunch of signs in her antique shop that raised some eyebrows. Signs like, public swimming pool, whites only. We serve coloureds, carry out only. And coloured seating in the rear. She saw nothing wrong with that, telling one woman who complained, go back to England if you don't like it here. <laughs> Trump wins Colorado. Wow, okay. Um... That's a tough one, but honestly, I feel like with the racism and um, also the fact that um, Trump would never turn down an opportunity for attention, like turning down the Olympics, it's, I mean, mm. but the racism. No, don't, <laughs> don't focus on the racism. Focus on the fact that Colorado stinks and is really boring <laughs> and they, they would never get around somebody who is as colourful... <laughs> <laughs> we'll say as Donald Trump. <laughs> Who, who's it going to, Al? I think it's going to Trump. It's no! going to Trump. There we go. I'm sorry, Colorado. <laughs> oh, that's bad. All right. We now turn our attention to Florida, America's wang. So, I will be taking Biden this time. Florida is the land of the batshit insane. So, <laughs> Biden will want to aim for the good crazies. The ones that are gee, this is a loose start from you. The <laughs> ones that are passionate, God-fearing family people. The kind of people like Mary, a 55-year-old mother who showers with her 19-year-old daughter Brittany every day. It's apparently quote the best way to start the day, and I reckon Joe Biden agrees. The creepy fuck. <laughs> Joe knows the importance of family and he'll need the support of all those parents who are sending their kids to school virtually but then walk by in the background smoking a fat-ass blunt in their bras. <laughs> he wants votes from the sort of people who go into a hotel lobby in Miami, walk up to a mother and son and tell them politely that they aren't social distancing and that they should be. Then, when the mother and son don't respond, fire four warning shots with their handgun <laughs> in said lobby. Because Biden is tough on coronavirus and everyone else should be too. <laughs> Biden for Florida. I think what Riggs done there is really just reinforce reasons Trump should win Florida. <laughs> so I'm just going to jump in here. This is a home run. There is no way that the absolute dumpster fire of the US that is Florida, <laughs> a place that has headlines that basically every day reinforce that it is a stinking criminal cesspit of <laughs> poor decisions and racism, should go to anybody other than Donald Trump. Let's, let's have a look at this for a second. Trump is the spirit animal of Florida, <laughs> and Florida is the incumbent stupid vessel of the orange Oompa Loompa that currently rules the nation. It's a mystical land of cashed-up retirees and kebabs that fall from trees. It's exactly what Donald Trump dreams up when he closes his eyes for a second. The bloke is an agent of chaos, the idiot prince of a state who have a monopoly on stupidity. <laughs> so let me just give you an example of some of the headlines coming out of Florida at the moment. Here's one. Naked Florida man chases people and cops around Chick-fil-A parking lot telling them they're gay for looking at his penis. <laughs> Who does that look like? Biden or Trump? That is definitely a Trump after four beers comment. <laughs> Florida is Trump. Trump is Florida. You cannot separate the two. Okay, well, I mean, first of all, I feel like 
Trump would love to shower with his daughter. I mean, at least one of them. Um, and yeah, this is a bad day for my principles, but I think Florida is Trump. <laughs> That's yeah. two, two yeah. for Trump. I was, I was, G, you were I was pushing. always shit uphill with <laughs> a fork. I was always gonna, there was going to be an uphill battle for Florida. I, I don't think that at any point in your debate for Biden for Florida, you actually produced a point for Biden. You produced many <laughs> Trump points that you skewed towards creepy Biden. I was really trying to do the dark side of the moon. <laughs> but that should really show... If Biden can somehow steal Florida, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Iowa. I will be representing Joe Biden. Now, a campaign trail is a long, long time. And in 2020, it's been shortened due to the virus, but that's just meant that most of the energy has gone into a couple of dedicated states. Iowa for Joe Biden wasn't one of them. He went to Iowa three times. And during those times, gee, he really made an impact. And what what I took away from that was... Are you for or against? Because it reads very sarcastically. I'm for, but I'm about to donkey vote this one in. Because in Iowa, Biden, when he was questioned about uh, caucus decisions turned to the 21-year-old that asked, asked him the question and said, have you ever been in a caucus? She nodded nervously and then he looked her in the eyes and on camera said, you're a lying dog-faced <laughs> pony soldier. <laughs> so I'm going to say there is absolutely no possible way that Joe Biden after that should win Iowa. But guess what? Trump shouldn't have won in 2016. So it's time for the continuation of this bucked trend. Also in the true tradition of Iowa... Anything that is that banal, your Iowas, your Ohios, they're always boring as shit and they love anything that doesn't buck the trend. So it will be Joe Biden and his dog-faced pony soldiers (laughs) in Iowa 2020. All right, here I come for the bunt, for the win. (laughs) Iowa, welcome. Where you can be fired for being too attractive, you can use a sandwich as a weapon, and killing a dog with a bat is not torture. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, welcome to Iowa, home of the average-looking sandwiched-armed dog torturers couldn't fit on the border sign. <laughs> they are simple, hard-working people in Iowa. They call a spade a spade, and a derailed train car will plough into a bar called Derailed. <laughs> But it all comes down to one thing and one thing only in the great state of Iowa, and that is guns. (laughs) Iowa loves guns. Trump loves guns. Biden famously hates guns and wants to control them. If you want guns for your parents, for parents holding... (laughs) You know what? If you want guns for your parents, you can get them. If you want guns for parents holding newborns, they have a class to teach you how to do both. You want, you want your kids to have guns? What are we, crazy? You need parental supervision for that, but otherwise go for your life. Who else needs guns? The blind? Abso-fucking-lutely, says Iowa. Trump for Iowa, Iowa for Trump. Wow. I mean... For the record, I agree with Rig. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little alarmed right now. <laughs> Kind of toey for a gun. <laughs> um, I hate myself, but Trump for Iowa. Trump for Iowa. Right, three for Trump. <laughs> All right. So we now turn our attention to Michigan. You and I have both been there. 
Michigan, I believe, should go to Biden. I was actually surprised it was a swing state. I thought Biden would have honestly had it locked. The people there are already used to seeing fish with human teeth in their lakes, so what's one more in the White House? (laughs) Biden should take Michigan, not only because his relatives populate the lakes, apparently, but because it's the only state where undercover cops can bang prostitutes as part of their job, (laughs) and Joe loves that. He also loves... He also famously loves hugging and getting up to uh, getting up into people's personal space, <laughs> which will land in Michigan, where a bloke has an arrest warrant out for hugging someone against their will. <laughs> we also know that Biden is for decriminalization of marijuana, and Michigan loves that. They just don't love the smell, so a city there bought a $3,400 piece of equipment to source the pollution. What is the name of said, equ- of said equipment? The Nasal Ranger. <laughs> Not yes. even kidding. That's a, I know what that is, yes. obviously. Yes. <laughs> so, for the marijuana smoking huggers of Michigan, you will vote for Biden in this upcoming election. <sighs> That's a reach. Michigan is a Trump state. You know why? Because Michigan contains the city of Detroit, a city that has been forgotten by the rest of the country, a city that is so shit that for the price of a postage stamp you can get a house. Trump likes to go down to Detroit because he likes to look at everybody around him and say, I can make America better for you and they fucking believe him because (laughs) it cannot get worse. (laughs) At the moment, here is one of the big platforms for this entire election, gun control. Michigan doesn't want it. They need all the fucking help they can get, which can be proven by this particular story, which is peak Trump. Here we go. It's a dad who decided that he was going to uh, go out uh, and leave his 11-year-old boy a gun for protection. And this is what it looks like. His dad left him home with a rifle for personal protection and then the kid accidentally shot himself in the butt. If that's not a Trump-esque scenario, I don't know what is. The kid was left at home when he was on spring break. He's fucking 11. Why are you on spring break, kid? Dead set. And before his dad left for work on Thursday morning, his dad told him the rifle was there if he needed it. What are you doing, dad? You reckon your kid's just going to have enough of the brave world of Detroit and take the matters into his own hands that <laughs> afternoon. Why would you give an 11-year-old a gun? You know why? Because it's the norm. That is the norm in Michigan, Rig. That is the norm in Michigan, Al, for kids to go on spring break and then be handed a fucking rifle in the afternoon. It is a state of anarchy. It makes Mad Max look like it's the fucking Wizard of Oz. It is so far off the tracks that you don't even know how to bring it back. It is too far gone. Cannot be Biden. Must be trumped. Um, no. No, I'm going to let those stoners have have Biden. Good. (laughs) He needed one. This was becoming very (laughs) one-sided. So we've got Biden for Michigan. How good. Which means we move to Minnesota. The great white north. (laughs) Emphasis on the white. Emphasis on the cold AF. (laughs) The place is literally colder than Mars. (laughs) I actually looked that shit up. The Democratic Party lists euthanasia as somewhat important, which I guess is the same level of significance you might put on high school maths. 
It's not really necessary to learn calculus for your day-to-day, but it might come in handy for one subject at uni. And if she was still alive, Deborah Johnson would have voted Democrat. She was terminally ill, and so she fucked off her meds and hosted a deaf meth party with her husband, Dwayne. <laughs> they fucked like rabbits, listened to glam rock, and took heaps of drugs. And there is no greater freedom than that. Dwayne was charged. <laughs> Went to prison for three years. Biden's all about the kids as well, which is great because Minnesota has had more than a fair share of toddler mares. Minnesota sees all the dead mares being voted in around the rest of the country and says, fuck that. We want someone alive who could get shit done like three-year-old James Tufts. He's brought in great fiscal programs like replacing all currency with used gum and dirt, as well as health and wellness initiatives that involve watching Dora the fucking Explorer every morning. James served two terms as mayor. That's right, he got re-elected. But don't worry, he had some help from his older brother, Bobby, 60 years old, who served two terms before James. <laughs> Minnesota, they're about the kids. They're about legally assisted suicide for Biden. Minnesota. How much of that story was true? All of it. <laughs> all, all, all of that was true, which is why there is actually no choice here because Rick has once again set up a Trump win. If there's anything that Trump is about, it is a drug-fueled orgy that might result in a death. If there's anything that Trump is about, it's the fact that kids got nepotistically voted into <laughs> office. <laughs> if there's one thing that Trump's about, it's this. A fucking entitled kid who took a limo to a mall in Minnesota so she could <laughs> shoplift, then took the limo home. That is capitalism 101. That is Trump 101. Take the limo there, loot the joint, fuck off, you'll pay for it later. Maybe your dad will pay for it. Maybe the country will pay for it. But one thing is for certain, you're not fucking paying for it. <laughs> Minnesota as well is the home of such strange things as... The two couples that decided to simultaneously stab each other in the butt, and I don't mean that sexually, they got kitchen knives and had some kind of strange pact. It was an insurance fraud gone wrong. They got paid out because capitalism wins in Minnesota, and so does Trump. Yeah, that's, that's Trump. Biden's going to have a tough time. Oh, holy shit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are tough days for Joe Biden. <laughs> and up comes Nevada. You'd think that the home of Las Vegas and sand, I guess, <laughs> would, be, would be all about excess and therefore Trump country, but hold your horses. People will no doubt be looking to Biden as a bastion of common sense. People like Peter Cousins, who was banging out in a hot spring when he had a heart attack. He had to be airlifted and treated in the hospital and received a $300,000 bill for his efforts. <laughs> Joe is all about sex, but he's all about affordable health care even more. <laughs> so next time you want to fuck in the Nevada desert, you can rest easy knowing that you won't have to be in debt for the rest of your life <laughs> if Big Joe becomes Big Prez. <laughs> Nevada should also really be digging Biden's commitment to equal rights because they are too. They actually ratified the Equal Rights Act three years ago, <laughs> which is only 35 years past the deadline. It's like me submitting a fucking uni essay or, having to, or arriving to record this podcast. <laughs> Biden for Nevada. Again, this is just one of those states that unfortunately is built for Trump. Yes, 
when you think about Nevada, you think about Las Vegas. There are other parts of it. Those parts are sand, as you've so aptly pointed out. Las Vegas is the home of smut, weird nightclubs, bottle service, and Britney Spears' death. There's absolutely absolutely, absolutely nothing about that that screams Biden and everything about being handed the mobile number of a pimp on the street that screams Trump. You can get a cocktail that will kill a horse in the shape of the Eiffel Tower. Who the fuck does that sound like? The guy who enjoys sleeping and stuttering or the guy that enjoys possibly having sex with his daughter? (laughs) There is definitely one person that the city of sin, the city of casinos, the city of glitz and glamour, money and debauchery is made for, and that is Donald Trump. Fuck, that's the toughest one yet. Um, But I think Biden's got me with the healthcare. It's a strong platform. There's a lot of alcohol poisoning. There there is a lot of alcohol poisoning. (laughs) A point that I did not make. I'm like, Al's connected the dots there. Thank God. <laughs> it's People are going to realise. <laughs> right? Uh, I hope so. All right. So we move over to New Hampshire. Joe Biden sure is. is peak New Hampshire. You know why? New Hampshire sucks. It's so <laughs> unbelievably uninteresting that the most interesting thing that's ever happened in New Hampshire was the 1995 banger Jumanji being filmed there. That is <laughs> the absolute pinnacle. It's prime Biden territory. The only thing good about New Hampshire is that you get to go to Maine when you get out the other side. <laughs> And Maine sucks. So when you're having a look at this and going, why is the electoral college system broken? It's because New Hampshire even gets a vote. It is effectively a small rock in between (laughs) New York and Maine that doesn't even deserve its own postcode, let alone a fucking voting system. But that fact is exactly why the most banal of recent candidates, the guy who just (laughs) enjoys rocking up, sleeping, looking at flowers and possibly having a long-term monogamous relationship with one person (laughs) is perfectly well suited to New Hampshire. New Hampshire is boring. Biden is boring. The match made in heaven. (laughs) New Hampshire. We all know it. We all love it. And we all definitely know where it is. Except for NBC Nightly News, who wiped it off once and gave it to Maine. (laughs) Trump will win New Hampshire, mark my words, whether his opponent shows up to a debate or doesn't, like what happened in 2016 when he set up his own debate like a schoolyard-style meet-me-after-school showdown (laughs) and then hung shit on Hillary for not showing up. (laughs) Probably doesn't help that you so rightly pointed out that Biden called a voter a lying dog-faced pony soldier. He reckons it's a John Wayne quote. Other reckons he, others reckon he's senile. Trump knows... Don't bring in facts from other states. No, no. <laughs> I want that disregarded. <laughs> Trump knows what to say. Lies and when to say them. Always. New Hampshire reckons abortions cause breast cancer, so I can see them getting right into the syringes full of bleach during these corona times. <laughs> New Hampshire also doesn't care for kids and their dreams, something... <laughs> that Trump is very passionate about. (laughs) When a bunch of fourth graders went to their state legislature to see their bill pass, which involved making a bird their state raptor, politicians voted it down, called it useless, and again brought it back to abortions. (laughs) Trump takes New Hampshire because New Hampshire cannot stop fucking itself. (laughs) 
I'd like as a point of information <laughs> to add on to my argument that once again, Rick has made a compelling argument for the fact that New Hampshire is incredibly boring and has absolutely nothing going for it, which means that they will align themselves once again with the man who owns Banal, Banal Biden. But if you were boring and inconsequential like New Hampshire, wouldn't you want to shake things up with a little crazy? No, you're from New Hampshire. (laughs) Leave things the way they are. Old and dusty. And zero abortions. Yeah, I mean, old Dusty and the monogamy. I think it's Biden. Biden it is. Biden. Mm. Mm. Fair and wise from Alan the Adjudicator. (laughs) The abortion's really gone over why. (laughs) Here we go. North Carolina. One of the two Carolinas. The other one is South. So, North Carolina's (laughs) most common nickname... (laughs) is the Tar Heel State. You know why they call it that? Anyone? No. (laughs) It's because it comes from the state's legacy as a leading producer of tar, pitch, rosin and turpentine. That's their legacy. It's a bunch of shit that they produced then put onto a road. That is the (laughs) most boring possible thing that you could have as your state identity. (laughs) Other nicknames for North Carolina were the Old North State, the Land of the Sky, a.k.a. Heaven, (laughs) and the Rip Van Winkle State. All of these point in the direction of people that enjoy three things. A cup of tea... Knitting and boggle. None of those particular pastimes are a Trump voter's personality. These are all Biden. And thanks to his rich land and mild climate, exactly the same thing as Biden's personality. What a mild bloke with an incredibly large pension. North Carolina produces more sweet potatoes than any other state in the nation. And the fact that that is the second fact that I found after nine seconds should tell you everything you need to know about North Carolina, the land of the sweet potato. Biden for Carolina. I am telling you that Trump will win North Carolina. (laughs) And the reasoning for this is very simple. People are going to vote twice. Why? (laughs) Because he told them to (laughs) via mail and the polls. (laughs) He says that mail-in votes are rigged. And if it isn't, then try to vote twice and theoretically you'll be forbidden from doing so. He also hates mail-in voting because guess who created paper? The Chinese. (laughs) 2,000 years ago, it's all linked. Like Trump, North Carolinians hate science. When told that their coastline could rise by up to 39 inches in the next century due to global warming, they passed a law banning such predictions. (laughs) They also have a loophole like the Cheeto monster does in the White House. During state-mandated lockdowns where any gathering of over 25 was forbidden, an auto race attracted 2,000 people by saying it was a form of protest against inequality. And given Trump has given more to the black community than any other president, bar possibly Abraham Lincoln, which is a real (laughs) quote by him, I think North Carolinians will respect his efforts and are on the same page. Trump for North Carolina, nobody for science. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Trump. Also, the sweet potato thing made me think it was even more Trump. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Gussie. It's Al. Just because you love a sweet potato... (laughs) And you love Trump famously, (laughs) as you've shown this debate by picking him every fucking time. You told me to be objective. You are. That's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I am concerned. 
Ohio. Ohio is a utopia. I know this because a Republican chairperson said that no racism existed there prior to Obama, <laughs> which is amazing and a real credit to the people of the great state of Ohio. <laughs> but the key to Ohio will be the female vote. Joe loves women and women question mark Joe. <laughs> so he's already got a vote from Sexy Crabtree, an Ohio woman who legally changed her name from Sheila. If she could change a name, she can change a vote. <laughs> or what about Cheyenne Ewing, a model citizen who simply broke into someone's house to pat their dog and do the dishes. Also, she was on meth. But if you're that psyched <laughs> to do mundane things on meth, why not vote for the most mundane person on this planet? Slow Joe Biden. And all that campaigning will surely work up a thirst for Joe, so he might consider the can't-even-literally cocktail at a Cleveland bar. It's a menstrual co cocktail, which is a berry margarita with a tampon applicator garnish. <laughs> but one dollar from each drink goes to a women's shelter, a shelter. So drink that bizarre period elixir and watch those precious female fly uh, votes fly in for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't even need to really put much up here because you know why? <laughs> Ohio is known as Inland Florida. It is so <laughs> fucking batshit, and it runs so closely in line with its coastal counterpart that it is Trump all over. Here's a couple of things that have happened in Ohio <laughs> recently. What does this remind you of? Ohio man weaponizes pet iguana inside a Perkins restaurant. That's fucking Florida to a T. I don't know how he got the iguana inland, but fuck. Anyone that will transport a tree biscuit across thousands of miles so they can throw it at someone in a restaurant is Trump's disciple. That is fucking him all over. Here's another one. Ohio man shoots Florida man after getting into an argument over which state has better strip clubs. Holy shit. Does that sound like Biden? Or does that sound like the guy who said, grab him by the pussy, <laughs> the existing president of the United States? And the last and most horrible one is just to think about this and go, Ohio has one of the highest rates of sexual complaints about <laughs> men sucking people's toes without them asking for it. Oh, my God. They have, they have the country leading number of sexual toe complaints. And if there's anybody who looks like they love to get their slithery lizard tongue around a toe, <laughs> it is Trump. Trump for Ohio. Ohio votes Trump. All right. Okay, obviously, as much as I want these methods to vote for Biden... <laughs> That it's it's gonna be Trump, right? The iguana thing's really painted a vivid picture. <laughs> sure has. Okay, this so isn't we fun anymore. Wh what's the? This is getting depressing. Yeah. <laughs> what's the? What's the count? I'll. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been writing them down, but I've been scrolling. All, all I know is that Trump is winning in a fucking landslide at oh the moment. Yeah. Okay, Pennsylvania, a classic Biden state. This is the home of Groundhog Day, a tradition so incredibly banal that it makes your grandmother's three-hour recap of her day seem like a Michael Bay film. <laughs> this place has <laughs> fucking nothing going on. Groundhog Day sucks so much that when I asked Al about whether she'd watched the film, she said she couldn't even sit through the movie, let alone <laughs> the actual act where a short, fat meth squirrel wanders out and if it sees its own shadow, how dumb is this animal? It's going to be a long winter. 
Anyway, Pennsylvania is also the home of the following things which scream Biden. It has a hair museum which features George <laughs> Washington's hair. How the fuck did they get George Washington's hair? Napoleon's hair. Who came up behind him on stage and was like, going to snip this lock for later and then put it in a museum? He's been dead for so long. <laughs> he has been dead for so long. Also, they have the largest beer can collection ever. A Trump state would just have the largest beer can ever. <laughs> or perhaps the largest collection of beer. No, Biden states collect the empty cans. They're that fucking boring. <laughs> Finally, the state animal is a slimy amphibian known as a snot otter or a <laughs> snotter. <laughs> That is gross. And also, the exact sort of thing I'd expect to be in a guy who doesn't go out much as Terrarium, a.k.a. Creepy Biden. He just hangs out at home with his snotter, looking at his large beer can collection and the fucking hair that he cut off George Washington 290 years ago. Classic Biden. Biden wins pen. Trump loves a bit of a legal how you going. It's his <laughs> rules and the rules for the rest of the plebs. I can only imagine his delight when hearing of a disabled boy in Pennsylvania who was getting bullied. The boy recorded the abuse and when the police were called, he was charged for felony wiretapping. <laughs> <laughs> There's an important lesson here. Be a bully, they can't get you. Something that Trump knows all too well. Trump also loves a bit of the Klan, which is great because the KKK are actually the neighbourhood watch in Fairview Township, Pennsylvania. Wait, really? So, yeah. Some people were put off by the pamphlet they received with a Klansman pointing right at them, Uncle Sam style. But I'm sure their fears were allayed when they read, We don't hate people. We are an organisation who looks after our race. <laughs> Trump knows. Uh, Trump oh knows. God. Trump knows that there ain't nothing wrong with that at all. He's a well-documented fan. Big Orange is also quite fond of an outrageous phrase. He's no doubt getting them votes. <laughs> the votes of the Pennsylvania Taxi Association, which likened Uber to ISIS. <laughs> Remember ISIS? We really need a "Where Are They Now?" segment on those guys. <laughs> anyway, in Trump terms, they were basically the China of the day. <laughs> Pennsylvania for Trump, Trump for Pennsylvania. Okay, that w you made some compelling points, um, but the the hair collection, <laughs> really, finally, <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> uh, uh, also, as a <laughs> one final thing on Biden for Pennsylvania, <laughs> their most famous artist is a horse. <laughs> They, Wait, put, they put a paintbrush in a horse's mouth <laughs> and they get the horse to paint on a canvas. It's an ex-racehorse called Metro <laughs> and his painting <laughs> sell for 130 grand plus. Oh, my God. <sighs> Virginia, which is how you pronounce it correctly, as I awkwardly found out, <laughs> is a great state. They are progressive, which is demonstrated by the fact that they just earlier this year removed an 800-pound slave auctioning block. And if they're not, <laughs> and if they're not, pro and if they're not progressive in ideology, they are in behaviour. Like the guy who was just having a regular night at home, drinking a beer, eating some chips, and watching full-blown <laughs> hardcore porn projected onto his garage door. <laughs> Stroke and Joe is sure to get votes <laughs> from that guy. There's also the first transgender lawmaker in Danica, Rome. I only know this because the happy clappers over at the Westboro Baptist Church were protesting against her existing, I guess. 
But Rome is also a metal singer and she managed to mobilise a bunch of metalheads to dress up in their weirdest garb and stage a counter-protest that involved simply playing kazoos to drown out the the hate speech. (laughs) The church members left after an hour of the kazoo symphony's attempt at Wagner's ring cycle. Yes. (laughs) The people of Virginia want to advance. They want to coexist and to not have to endure hate speech. Biden to take it. Okay, again, I'm just going to have to quickly uh, just... (laughs) touch on a couple of the the points there one the giant slave rock that they're pissed <laughs> about that being removed <laughs> that they are not happy about their giant slave rock being taken from them <laughs> that screams trump also porn projected onto a garage door so you can wank in the street that is fucking trump <laughs> that is that is that is that is biden biden put, biden puts his hands on women from behind on their shoulders and kisses them on the head <laughs> Trump said that he wanted to literally grab women by their crotch. <laughs> it's a strange unit. Biden, Biden wasn't tapped. We don't know. He doesn't say that. <laughs> Correct. But here we go. So in 2004, this is just how unbelievably careless, reckless, and utterly Trump Virginia is. A private daycare gave their kids margaritas instead of lemonade <laughs> in what is considered to be, in Virginia, not a criminal offence. <laughs> These kids only found out that they were margaritas or the parents found out they were margaritas because a couple of kids got quite the buzz on. (laughs) In November 2012, Hank the Cat from Springfield came third in the 2012 US Senate race. A cat (laughs) came third in the Virginia Senate race. That is exactly the sort of offbeat, strange, (laughs) vote for somebody because you just want to shake things up shit that gets Trump back in, in Virginia. This state has a history of voting for enormous pussies. (laughs) Trump is all over this shit. So not only that, but as a final note, when you're looking at Virginia and you're looking at everything that you know about it, ask yourself, is there anybody that would once again, think about it, is there anybody that would wank on their driveway (laughs) while watching porn projected onto (laughs) a garage door more than Trump? Joe Biden (laughs) is the correct answer. (laughs) I'm I'm with Biden. (laughs) Kazoo's for fucking change. Gee. Kazoo's for change. Kazoo's for change. Fuck, that... Some of that Biden stuff is incredible. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's, he's just as bad as Trump. No wonder sh- people are having such a hard time. He can, he cannot lose Virginia. Okay, and finally, the twelfth of our twelve battleground states, <laughs> Wisconsin. Where you ask? Who the fuck cares? It's a tiny <laughs> state and it has a say the same as the rest of them. Just kidding. It's three votes. The absolute minimum that oh you can get. But let's look at this. So if there's one thing that you would say about uh, about Trump, it is that he is all for doing whatever you want in a sexual state and then getting away for it slash paying off the women, mm. making sure that they <laughs> stay silent and then riding off into the distance in a limo full of things that he stole from the mall. <laughs> he would hate Wisconsin. And you know why? Because in 2015... The wife of a man who was cheating on his wife with four other women found out that her husband was cheating, got in contact with the other women, 
let them know, and these women took matters into their own hands. They <laughs> lured the man to a motel, blindfolded him, tied him up under the guise of a massage, and then from there, they basically glued his penis to his stomach. Um, <laughs> They exacted painful revenge on this bloke by gluing his cock to his stomach. That is exactly the sort of behaviour of a state that does not want the sort of ill repute that Trump brings, the sort of low morals that Trump brings. They don't want any of that in their backyard. They want to punish that sort of behaviour. But then for all of you going out there, well, Biden does like weird sex stuff. Those people didn't go to jail for gluing that penis to the stomach. <laughs> and then the state gave that man a fat payout. So theoretically, theoretically, you look at that and say, Joe Biden's morals, tick for Wisconsin. Joe Biden's sexiness, a tick for Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin is the cheese capital of the states, so it's only <laughs> fitting that the big Cheeto will take it in the election. <laughs> Trump is right behind the police, and why wouldn't he be? They are the knee pushing into the back of the people. Trump would be right behind the Wisconsin police, just like he would in any other part of the country. And in their ranks is Pablo Torres. Pablo <laughs> shot and wounded a suspect who was having a post-traumatic episode. He took a 10-day break from work, and then when he went back to work, he shot and killed a guy after a car chase. <laughs> Not long after, a police association billboard went up in town saying... Thank you for your support, Kenosha. And guess whose shit-eating grin was up on it? Pablo <laughs> Torres. I'm sure Trump would be right behind old Pablo because most of his victims were, quote, undesirables. Oh. Trump also loves women. We all know that he knows everything when it comes to them. What they like, how their bodies should work, what they should be doing, how they should be grabbed, etc. <laughs> He's not alone. Wisconsin State Representative Roger Rivard was quoted as saying, Some girls, they rape so easy. Apparently that was out of context, so he put it in context, which was a story about how his dad told him to be careful because if it was consensual sex at night but a rape claim in the morning, that he would be in severe trouble. So the actual quote was, some girls, they cry rape so easy. Easy oh. mistake, Roger. Everything is sweet here and Trump would wholeheartedly agree that these women are out to get you if you're not careful. Great work, Wisconsin. You're going to be voting Trump this election. <laughs> It's Look, just as one final point, because that was very compelling, but I think that this will push it over the edge for Creepy Joe. We all know that Joe is into some really weird sex stuff. It's on the record. You know it. Rig knows it. I know it. And that's why, in the particular instance of Wisconsin, they are a state that just is all about the Gronky brothers. The Gronky brothers went to Gron a Cas... Gronky? <laughs> Gronky. <laughs> went to a Casville cemetery so that they could dig up the body of a dead woman, a teenager that they knew who was 19 and had recently died. They took her back to their house where they were going to fulfil some very strange sexual fantasies oh. when they were found by How their parents. she been dead? She had been dead for three weeks. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't still, matter, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cer certainly not. Not the right questions here, Al. No, not, <laughs> not, not at all. But fortunately, they were stopped before anything could happen. But the fact that, A, they were stopped, that's Biden. Trump would have let that shit happen. <laughs> B, that they wanted to do that is Biden, because Biden <laughs> loves weird sex shit. Biden is Wisconsin. My final point. 
Kyle Rittenhouse became an overnight hero. Why a hero <laughs> to certain people? Because he went to a rally, a Black Lives Matter rally, and killed some people. Oh. And everyone's just like, he's the best. How good's Wisconsin? That happened in Kenosha, just where Pablo Torres killed those people. Wisconsin is definitely going to vote Trump because everyone that votes for Trump loves Kyle Rittenhouse and is expecting him to be the next coming of Jesus. <laughs> he won't be because Jesus has never been in prison for murder. <laughs> <laughs> However, if Jesus had been in prison for murder, you know who would have solved that crime? Lee L. Mercer Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he solved every crime <laughs> since before Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who is it, Al? Okay, um, Rig, I very much enjoyed the big Cheeto cheese. Yeah. Um, but I think it's Biden, just those girls with the super clue. Yeah, the girls. It's Biden. Yeah, the girls. It's Biden. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What is the final score, Rig? So, Big Orange, Donald Trump, seven states, oh! Biden, five. It was a lot closer. No. A lot closer than I thought <laughs> it would be. <laughs> okay. Well, that is that is how it works. That's that's it. The election is sorted. We have another four years of, of Donald Trump. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, for Should we put money down? He's he's the outsider by a mile. <laughs> like he's a, he's a long way. What I would suggest to people no, is can you can you do it based on states? Oh, sure but the, based on states, yeah. I reckon we can. What we what we're going to do is we are going to take these particular adjudications and we are going to lay a small five dollar punt on each of these particular <laughs> outcomes, and uh, then any of that money. If Trump wins, then all of that money that we win will go to free beers at our next show. <laughs> if, if Biden wins, we're keeping it because the world will be a safer place. <laughs> you won't need free beers. None of us will need to drown our sorrows. However, that is, uh, that is compelling. Seven, seven to five. It's still, you could get some swings within swings and it, it could still go to, go to Biden. But Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Al. I'd just like to say I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> your, <Yeah>. your apology <laughs> falls on deaf ears yeah. to the world. It's going to start getting hate DMs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, if you would like to send us your thoughts on what is going to happen in this election or uh, your thoughts on exactly which state should go to Trump or Biden in the battleground states, then you can do that by getting in touch with us. And how do the people do that, Rick? Absolutely. So they can get in touch with us by hitting us up on Instagram. We are Gus and Rig at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G or find us on Facebook, Shit Show, all one word. Or if you want to send us a bit of an email and we're obviously going to get CC'd in all your emails to Lee, Lee, Lee Mercer <laughs> Jr., <laughs> robot for president, uh, you will send that to shitshow.au at gmail.com. Absolutely, and if you want some more of the election coverage that we are producing this year, we're going to be doing some uh, post-election coverage on our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash Gus and Rig. Uh, we'll be going through our battleground states and uh, the way that they fell in post, along with generally dissecting any of the news, train wrecks, dumpster fires that always come with an election in the days following the November 3rd decision. Is it November 3rd? It's Melbourne Cup Day, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's November it's 3rd in the here. States. So it'll be Wednesday Australian time to our US counterparts vote. If you're listening to this, please vote. We know that your system is to democracy what 
two-minute noodles is to pasta, but at the same time, <laughs> please vote for the love of fuck. you got to put a... They don't have two-minute noodles. It's instant ramen <laughs> to, to fine pasta. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> what, whatever food you need to convince you, we will ship that to you, asterisk, if you vote. <laughs> we promise. Asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> Uh, that's all we got time for. Yeah, so I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine, get some Vaseline, and put my hand down my pants and put my favourite porn up on the garage door. <laughs> it's, I don't have any time for that. I've got to get right in touch with the government about how they killed my sex life and my mother. <laughs> I'd just like to say I'm really, once again, genuinely sorry, guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye.